Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Gary. Great to be with you. Could you encourage our listeners to make a gift to KFUO as we reach this year end? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Yeah, as we reach the year's end and as we reflect, especially on that season of Christmas, uh, we remember why we're celebrating. We're celebrating that Savior who was born for us and that we know grew up and lived and died for us, rose for us, and one day is going to return for us. And I think so many of our listeners know that good news, but there's so many people who still don't know that good news. They don't know the reason why we celebrate the season of Christmas and why we can celebrate every day as Christians. And KFUO is one of those means by which people can come to know that Christ is for you. Uh, Christ born for you this Christmas, Christ who lived and died and rose for you and will return for you. So, If you're looking to share that gospel message, um, not just locally here in St. Louis where Gary and I are located, but truly worldwide, anytime, anywhere, uh, as we like to say at KFUO, um, this is a a wonderful ministry to support, uh, to make that gospel proclamation anytime, anywhere, truly uh, a possibility and a reality. So, uh, yeah, uh, thanks to the listeners for considering supporting KFUO, especially here at the end of the year. Thanks so much, Matt. Our reading for the week was uh, Third John through Revelations 5. Is there any part of that reading that you'd like to highlight today? Sure. So I'd, I'd like to give a, a nice introduction to Revelation because we're going to be there for the next few weeks, um, even after the, the season of Christmas. But just real quick, just as a brief coverage of, of Third John and Jude. Uh, both of those just really short books of the Bible again, but that doesn't mean they're unimportant. No doubt about that. Uh, but both of them just one chapter long. Uh, I think it's interesting in 3 John, John, the disciple, is the author. He writes these words in the fourth verse. He says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. <laughs> and I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. John's not talking about his literal children. He's talking about uh, those people that he's writing to, sort of his children in the faith that he's shared Christ with. No greater joy. Uh, than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. And I think that's that's true for us today, too, especially as, you know, certainly as Christian parents with our literal children, no greater joy than to know our kids are, are walking in the truth, that they're in Jesus. Uh, but also, I think, too, uh, especially as we, we share the gospel with others, and, and maybe we're sort of a, a spiritual father or mother uh, to someone. You know, we think of the role of a godparent, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great joy to know that, that someone is walking in the truth, someone that we've shared the gospel with, is continuing in that gospel truth. John also refers to us as brothers and sisters in Christ as well. Yeah, I mean, he really uses this family language. Um, Exactly. So through baptism, brothers and sisters in Christ, um, those he's taught the faith to, children and beloved children even says, uh, he really picks up in that language. And, you know, rightly so, because we are this, this family of God. Uh, the people of faith. That's an image that's used again and again throughout the scriptures for sure. Yeah, and John seems to love it. So moving on to Jude, Jude just one chapter long as well. Jude, maybe, maybe the half-brother of Jesus. Uh, we don't know for sure, but could very well be. 
And he's warning in this book against false teachers. You know, Gary, as we've been going through these epistles, it seems like (laughs) there's either a warning against false teachers or there seems to be a warning and an encouragement when it comes to persecution. It seems like one or the other, either there's false teachers or there's persecution. You got one problem or the other, it seems like. Right. (laughs) So the the problem Jude is addressing is that that problem of, of false teachers. And again, to stay firm in the faith, to to know the truth of of what they've been taught. Uh, but he gives that warning in verse four. He says, "For certain people have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ." So that's that's bad news. Uh, if people are denying <laughs> Jesus as Lord and as the Christ. Yeah, that is false teaching that you want to avoid for sure. Uh, And the same is true today when we look at different uh, false religions uh, around us as well. So something to be, you know, a good word of warning in the book of Jude, for sure. Right. Um, Revelation, though, Gary, let's let's touch on that. The book of Revelation, the final book of the Bible, another book that's written by John, the apostle. So here we go with John again. When you read the book of Revelation, it is not the first book of the Bible you, you want to pick up if you're if you haven't picked up the scriptures before. In fact, I would recommend that you read the rest of the Bible first and then look at the book of Revelation through the lens of the rest of Scripture, especially those clear teachings of Scripture. Yeah, and you hear so many times from pastors, at least I do, when I listen to the station, let Scripture define Scripture. Definitely. You know, so these these principles of, of biblical interpretation, Scripture, interpret Scripture, and then you know, the other one I think is important revelation is let the, the clearer passage give light to the, the somewhat unclear passages at times. So mm-hmm. know what know what we, we know what we know for sure, right? Those foundational truths of the Bible, and then with that understanding, then go into revelation. Because I think when, when people get tripped up with Revelation is they, they take the book of Revelation and then they try to interpret the rest of Scripture through the lens of Revelation. You know, they try to, to impose these, um, you know, give greater meaning perhaps than, than, than what they're due in some respects uh, to the, the symbolism, these unclear passages. And they kind of make these connections to very specific things in the Bible, even in our world today. And, you know, rather than that, I, I would propose just the opposite. We use the lens of the rest of the Bible through which to look at Revelation uh, and understand it that way. Um, so, speaking of, of symbolism, uh, the book of Revelation is written in this t- style of, of writing called apocalyptic literature. So, there, there is symbolism, and, and uh, not everything is to be taken literally. And some of these numbers, some of these images, they have a deeper meaning than just what's on the surface. Uh, and again, we'll, we'll walk through that, you know, on Fridays as we talk about this. But again, I think to understand this, you, you got to read the rest of the Bible. Um, I think the other thing to, to keep in mind with Revelation is uh, Jesus is at the center of Revelation, just like he is all, all of Scripture. Um, that lamb who reigns on the throne, the one who is, is, is conquered and the one who is going to return. Uh, he's at the center of this. And you got you to gotta keep first things first uh, when reading Revelation. And certainly Jesus is that first thing. 
All right, just to kind of wrap up, Gary, to, to set the scene, though, I'm just going to read a, a few verses from chapter 1 just to kind of get a sense of where this book of Revelation is coming from, as John writes. So John writes, uh, chapter 1, verse 9, I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and in the kingdom and the patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna, to Pergamum, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia and Laodicea. So so here's kind of the, the setting of the book is John's writing this uh, for the sake of the gospel. He isn't put to death, but he is he is uh, exiled to this island of Patmos. And even there, the Lord is still with him. And the the spirit, in the spirit on the Lord's day, he hears this voice, or the voice of Jesus saying, write down uh, in a book what you hear and send it to these churches. And then what follows is, is a, a letter to each one of those seven churches that are mentioned. Uh, and then what follows after that, which we'll get into next time we meet, is... Uh, this vision, this revelation of, of heaven itself uh, and the throne of heaven, uh, this throne room, and who reigns on the throne will none other God himself uh, and the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. So that's just kind of a, a short intro, uh, Gary, to, to Revelation, but we'll we'll talk more about it later. Okay, sounds good. So uh, next week we will be reading Revelation 6 through what? Revelation chapter 6 through chapter 13, 6 through 13. Okay. Would you lead us in a prayer today? Sure. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for uh, these books that conclude the New Testament. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for uh, that picture of family that Third John gives us, the family we are in Christ as your baptized children. Uh, also, the book of Jude that warns us against false teachers. May we uh, be aware of that today and always look to your word of truth. And we thank you even for the book of Revelation. We ask that you would bless us with a right understanding of it uh, as we read it, as we study it, and as we um, seek to know Christ better through it. Uh, we pray all this in his name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being on the program, Matt. Yeah, thank you, Gary. And I look forward to talking to you next week. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.